on this episode of Team Building Saves the World. This season was kind of an odd season to come on to. You know, we should be talking about it too, and we should be giving information that people can use so that these things can kind of be resolved in some type of way. I've never seen grown people act the way that they do. Um, <laughs> Team, it's me, your old friend, Rich Rennensland, host of Team Building Saves the World, the show where I speak to the leaders and innovators in employee wellness and corporate culture on how it reflects in the world of today. And today, we are wrapping up season three of the podcast with my producer for this season, Anna Weber. But first, I need to share some love with the rest of my supporters at Team Bonding. If your team is ready to experience teamwork through the power of play, then visit teambonding.com to learn more. Now, team, join me in welcoming my guest for today, my friend and producer, Anna Weber. Anna. It's a show all about Anna today. Anna, how are we doing, my dear? Finally. I mean, I've been waiting for this day. Um, I've been waiting for it to be all about me, so I'm excited. (laughs) Um, I finally had all those people clap for me. I've never seen them before. Well, they're under my desk. The camera doesn't get down there. I mean, they're. I know, but are they, who are they? Do I know them? They're are down, well, you well. Let's talk about that in a bit, uh, because if you remember during the actual holiday party planning episode, you met CJ and Kevin and Stephanie and Jane, and those are just a few of the people that I um, lock up under my desk. Okay, so let's start off right though. We need to actually introduce you properly. Go ahead and tell the team out there who you are and how you got involved in this podcast. Of course. Well, my name is Anna Weber, obviously. I am a marketing coordinator for Team Bonding and the new producer of Team Building Saves the World. I got involved. I've been working with Team Bonding for probably around two years. Um, I graduated from The Ohio State University in 2021. So I'm still pretty fresh to the workplace, but I'm excited. And I was given this amazing opportunity. And I've honestly had the time of my life with you, Rich. Oh, thanks. So how did you get involved with team bonding itself? Like, how did that uh, relationship start? Well, you know, my senior year, going into my senior year of college, I had an internship with a different company that was unfortunately canceled due to the pandemic. And I actually know David, the owner's son, and he was like, my dad's, you know, looking for a marketing intern, and I think you'd be great for it. And so kind of through some friends, I applied for the position and took the internship. And I even worked part-time my senior year and was offered the position. And here I am. All right. So you came on to the podcast. How? I came on to the podcast. Um, Melissa, who used to run the podcast, I'm close to. She's amazing, amazing. But it was just time to pass down the reins. Um, And they kind of wanted to get me into a new opportunity. And this was something that I was really interested in. So they were able to kind of let me learn from Melissa. I watched a lot from her, how she books the guests, how she schedules them, how we find topics with the marketing department um, and work with another team to determine what people want to talk about, what's going on in the workplace. And I have just learned a whole lot. I've, I've learned so much, honestly, about corporate culture as a whole, being new to the workforce, um, if you can imagine, because 
you don't learn all of that stuff in college. You know, they right. teach you what businesses are doing well regarding how much money they're making, but they don't really talk about if their employees actually like it there. Um, <laughs> so that kind of is something that's ignored. And they don't talk about those, you know, the big issue problems that really people have to deal with every single day. So it's something I've learned being new to a company. And for those of the team out there who are wondering and remember Melissa from past episodes, she's doing very well. Uh, she went on to bigger and brighter things. And yeah, now her, her life is just, is just onward and upward. So we congratulate Melissa on everything for her and wish her all the best and hope her well. And maybe one day, who knows, for another wrap-up episode, we might have her come back and see if she's actually been watching and listening to the episodes. Exactly. And Melissa, <laughs> if you're listening to this, we miss you. <laughs> so this season was kind of an odd season to come on to. In the first season, uh, did you ever go back and listen to like the early, early episodes? Of course. Well, I was on board during it. I, okay. you know, I was interning, so I was listening to all the episodes, but I wasn't really behind the scenes, so I didn't get to see all the magic. But this episode, this season rather, things really took a bit of a turn. We started focusing a lot more. We, our second season, where we started talking about corporate culture, was a lot more generalized. But this season, we really started focusing on very specific agendas. Can you talk about what it was or, or how it came about that uh, we decided to go in that direction? You know, I kind of think what happened was we started seeing, you know, with the pandemic kind of coming to a close and everything, people really starting to bring up these topics on LinkedIn. They started talking about them more on social media. Um, companies started even addressing them more. Mm. So when you're kind of seeing that, like from, you know, I'm on the marketing team, when you're seeing that kind of perspective of people talking about it and you know what people want to hear then, right. if things are kind of starting to come to light, then, you know, we should be talking about it too. And we should be giving information that people can use so that these things can kind of be resolved in some type of way. So that's kind of something that we looked into this season and it's how, you know, quiet quitting, for instance, we saw that blowing up all over the internet and we knew that we needed to find a guest and we needed to find them now yeah. um, so that we would be able to have a hand in that discussion and offer our knowledge and our expertise and have a, have a really qualified guest to help others. And ultimately we were able to do that and get it out on time because that's another thing that's a little bit difficult about the podcast is you got to be able to find a guest, you have to book them, and then they have to come on, talk, we have to edit it and send it out while the topic is still fresh in people's head. Right. Um, we couldn't have, if Quiet Quitting came out now, people would be like, I've already heard about this. I've yeah. already, you know, I already know everything that I need to know, but, <laughs> you know, we're able to help if we're able to get it out quickly. And that was actually just for me, some of the real exciting things that started to happen this season which is where we did. We all sat down and, we, and a bunch of us would, a bunch of the production staff, because it's not just Ann and I who do this. It's Ann and I who run the episodes, but it's not just Ann and I running the entire season, the entire show. We do have an entire list of marketing people. Anna, uh, do, who would you want to shout at? Anybody from the, from the team that you want to give some special love to? You know, I want to give special love to Amanda. Amanda has been there the entire time. She also loves the podcast and loves having a hand and, you know, figuring out with me what we should be talking about. 
she's amazing. And she, you know, she puts up all the episodes and she gets everything ready to go. So she's amazing. Indeed. From Amanda to Alicia, who is no longer part of a team, but her presence is still really strongly felt in this season. All the way up to David, we have such a great team. We're so very supportive in making sure that this podcast goes not only in the direction that we want it to go, but in a direction that you, the team out there, will want to keep listening to. So, Anna, do you have maybe any questions for me that you would like to ask? Yeah, you know, Rich, I do. One, I want to know how you do it, because I, you know, being right now, even in front of this, I, you know, this isn't exactly my thing. I'm not very good at podcasts, but you somehow are able to just pull it out of the bag and do it every single time. And it is amazing. So I guess my question to you is you're so confident. Where does that like come from? Like, how are you able to just do this every single, every single week? Years of faking it. Um, No. Uh, (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's partially true. It is a partially accurate statement. I've been a professional actor Since I was 25 years old, that's when I started getting paid to do shows. And it was at that point that another professional actor friend of mine said, tell everybody you're a professional actor now. You're going to (laughs) pay checks for that. Go ahead. Tell everybody you're professional now. So, yeah. So I started doing, I mean, I started performing in high school, went into college, performed there, and then just kept doing it and kept loving it. And I don't know. I've, I hate to say that I've never felt stage fright before i have felt underprepared before but that doesn't really lead to the stage fright portion of it a big thing that i've learned which we actually talked about in one of the episodes is the importance of being able to look stupid right it is totally okay to be the one in the room who doesn't know what everybody else is talking about and when we first started the podcast itself That's how I wanted to be. I wanted to be the guy who knew nothing about the topics we were discussing so that I could be the voice for anybody else out there who also does not know what it is that we're talking about and is coming at this completely fresh. Of course, now we're wrapping up season three, which means I'm actually taking more of an active part in the conversation than I ever have before, uh, which feels good. It feels refreshing. What's your favorite part about the podcast then? It's actually, besides the topics, which are fascinating to me, because I was, as a performer, I was never really involved except, you know, tertiarily in the corporate world. But now I'm finding out all these things that are happening, that there are all these major changes that are occurring. And that's, I think, what's most important about this podcast. When we hit the ground running, we did so in the early, early days of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, and back then, it was simply a podcast about what our company, what our business of that of team building facilitation, what it is that we're doing to actually survive the, the pandemic itself. And then for season two, we found out the pandemic was causing so many changes. And right. what were the changes? How were people adapting? Were people adapting? Or did, and it brought to light a lot of issues that were present before right. that that people really didn't speak on. Yep. Yep. And I, you know, I find that the most fascinating, honestly, because coming being new to the workforce, um, like only being here for you know about two, two years, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, listening to my friends talk, you know, I have so many friends, and they all work different jobs. Some of mm-hmm. them 
work till 8 p.m. at night. Some of them have a ton of friends in the office. Some of them have no friends at the office. Some of them go into work every day. Some of them don't. Like the craziness of how every single company has a different work environment Mm -hmm. is nuts to me. I mean, it really is. And I think that that is something that really drew me, especially to the podcast, because I, you know, all of these people and you know, all of their stories. And it's like, there's things that need to change within every company. So that's kind of what I've liked about this podcast is that we bring those topics to light. And we're not only helping the company as a whole and the employer, but it's actually going out to the employees and, you know, maybe even people who don't have a job. You know, it's telling them what they should look for in a company and how they should prepare for getting an interview. You know, we have we have topics that span from getting that first interview to when you're at the company dealing with conflict. You know right. what I mean? Right. So really spans the entirety. And I think that's also what I love so much about the show is that so many different viewers can enjoy it and kind of you can listen to it and put it into your own perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, it can kind of be manipulated into however you want to listen to it, if that makes sense. Uh, the thing that I especially love about this season and you coming on board, Anna, is the fact that we are definitely two very different perspectives. Yes. You know, I, I mean, I'm a, here I am in my 50s, the host of a podcast, <laughs> and there you are fresh faced out of college and uh, so young. And not in an insulting way, but I look back on you and I go, I remember vaguely when I was that age. But you, your perspective is so very, very different from mine. And yeah. one thing, just to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain as to the way things look here at the podcast is, Anna does such a great job of getting me all of the links that I need to be able to learn as much as I can about a topic before the guest comes on. Plus, she will give me and the guest a series of sample questions, not to prep, but to sort of give an idea as to where the conversation can go. And I love it because you're giving me the fresher perspective of a new person looking to go into the job market and what that can look like, whereas I can still bring in the voice of, okay, let's now say that I've been in the business for a number of years. What else can I look forward to? What else can I try to change or accomplish? Exactly. I mean, that's what's I mean, would you consider me Gen Z? Is that what I am? Yeah, well, uh, 1999. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, I definitely consider you Gen Z. You know, it's hard because I don't I don't know if I relate to like the Gen Z that everybody talks about, but I guess I suppose that I I think. Well, what do you consider the Gen Z everybody talks about? You know, just the, you know, unmotivated, you know, they just came in. They're just kind of looking to do whatever. And, you know, like that's how they kind of talk about us. But I don't feel like I mean, maybe maybe that will be the younger crowd coming in because they just. But that, but people probably thought that about us when they were younger. But then I guess I think that about us now. I'm going to be honest with you. Everybody, the generation before or two before, thinks that about the current generation. There was no difference when when Gen X was up and coming that anybody ever There's talked about. So it. many changes. I mean, I would say. I mean, I think about like when I when I want like a workplace situation. Like, I want to be able to have friends at work. I love having people that I can talk to. I love feeling comfortable. I almost think that's pretty like natural of our generation. It's it's very funny to me. Another thing that people don't know that our team can't know is the fact that you are out there in the middle of the country and I'm on the East Coast. 
So we have only met face to face one time, one time. And I gave you a ride back to your hotel. (laughs) Exactly. And it, but I don't feel like I've only met you one time. That's a crazy thing too. And you know, I accepted this job when it was in the pandemic and I was fully aware that it was going to be remote and I wouldn't change it. I do love being remote, but I also, you know, it's fun to go into the office and it's fun to go see people, but I don't feel disconnected. I think that's something that I bet a lot of remote employees might relate to. I don't feel disconnected um, from the people that I work with. You know, I talk on the phone all day to my boss. Mm -hmm. I'm slacking all day, different people. Sure, like you don't get that face-to-face interaction with maybe people in different parts of the company that you would want to. But I mean, for the most part, I, I don't feel like, you know, I'm just like stranded in little old Ohio and, you know, can't speak to anybody. But I mean, that's just, you know, what technology can do. And for people out there, when she says slacking, she means on a Slack channel, talking to people, texting back and forth <laughs> with them. Not as my generation, like, she's slacking all day. She's not doing anything. I know, I know. But that is the thing. I do wonder. I'm like, do, I hope that everybody knows that I do work all day. Like, I'm like you know, you're, not, you're, not in an, you're not in the office, so you don't know necessarily what I'm doing. But I'm like, right. I swear to you, I always tell my boss, I'm like, I'm worried that people just don't think I'm doing anything. <laughs> She's like, nobody thinks that. Yeah. But you've also gone out and assisted in facilitations as well. In the area, right, right, which has been amazing. You know, that's one of the, I love team bonding. And I, the reasoning is, is because they truly are making teams better. And I've been able to go to several different events and you can just see people and Rich as a facilitator, you know, you know, they start off and people are a little bit hesitant of team building activities. You know, I would be too. And then they kind of, they get into it and I've never seen grown people act the way that they do. (laughs) You know, people, you know, one of my friends actually did a team bonding event and I had no idea. Um, And she texted me and she was like, oh my gosh, like your company is doing my company's event. She's like, I had so much fun. Have you ever assisted in any of the virtuals or have you only done the last? Yeah, yeah, I did virtual last season. Those were fun. I especially loved, because I still tell this story even when I do live, I tell the story of how one of my very first virtual encounters, actually hearing someone say, because they forgot to mute themselves on Zoom, that no, honey, daddy can't play with you right now. I have another stupid team building thing I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's such a cliche. Like, I I get where people are coming from because they don't really understand the whole process. And they're like, right. oh, my company is making me do this, that, and the other. <laughs> but, but our... But they're not like that. I mean, from like the charity bike build when you're like, actually you're building bikes for kids who need them or mm-hmm. my favorite one ever, obviously, because I love dogs pause for a cause. Like mm. you're going and you're building dog beds and you're building toys and you're bringing them all these supplies that these dogs need at the shelter. And if you're listening to this, consider booking that event for the holidays because the shelters are full. And need supplies, especially during the holiday season. And I just really think that there's so many ways that you can do a team building activity without sitting around in a circle and it being like an icebreaker, because that's not what we do. Well, that's that's not all that we do. (laughs) We do still we do still also do that. (laughs) The icebreakers. Icebreakers. Yeah. But not, you know, but there's meaning behind the event. Exactly. And going back to your your original question for me of how do I do this, 
It's the same way that I can that I do this, that I can do the facilitation. It's not about me. No matter what I'm doing, whether I'm talking on a podcast, every podcast I consider the star of the show to be the guest and the topic they want to talk about. Uh, I agree. Just like when I'm doing a live event. You know, I'm not the star. They are. I can get them warmed up. I can get them to the point where they stop worrying about, is this an hour and a half I'm wasting of my time? And I get them to the point where they're enjoying each other and enjoying the thing that they're doing. You know what, Rich? And just naturally, I'm enjoying myself, and so we miss the live read. We gotta go, <laughs> we gotta go ahead and do the live read. Because, I was you know, wondering. I was you know, because I'm so caught up now being a guest. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first, my friends. Let's get to it. It is time for me to tell you about a company that I and Anna both are so very proud to be a part of, Team Bonding. Team Bonding was founded over 20 years ago with one simple question. How can employees have a great time while fostering strong, authentic bonds between people who work together? They've created a catalog of innovative events using the power of play as a learning tool and tapping into the correlation of work and play. Whether it's scavenger hunts, Jeopardy, or any of the hundreds of activities we have possible, the team bonding of activities, be they live, virtual, or hybrid, maximizes the impact of team building with an accent on fun. So visit teambonding.com to schedule your event now. Team bonding, when you want seriously fun results. And we are back, wrapping up season three with my pal and producer, Anna Weber. So Anna, let's look at the future. What do you want to see happen with the show next? You know, what I want to see happen with the show is, you know, things that we touched on from this past season. We touched on a lot of really important topics. One of my favorite ones was the one about mental health. You Mm. know, I think that is so important in the current climate that we are in Right. um, right now. And it spans from every generation is the thing. So I'm hoping, you know, for next season, we can take topics like mental health and we can take topics like empathetic leadership and we can kind of narrow them down um, to their to different things that make them what they are. So, you know, a specific factor that can help with mental health. Um, We really want to get into just narrowing down these topics because we've hit the broad thing. But as we've seen, the guests can talk and talk and talk. They have so much more knowledge to give which really has made me think, you know, we need to be narrowing down these topics so that, you know, we can have several that can be within one topic, if that makes sense. No, no, Um, no, completely. I I often wonder if I go back and re-listen to every every past episode, how many times at the end do I say, I could continue talking about this? Yeah, I mean, seriously, it can, different topics come out when you're talking about a topic. So there's a lot of things that you might have heard that were mentioned throughout the show this season that are now going to be their own new topic because they bring that up and it sparks a light bulb. And you're like, wow, you know, that's something that we probably should be talking about as well. Um, So I really think that for this next season, you know, we're going to stick with company culture because that's so important and it's, you know, really means something to team bonding. And it's ultimately we want to make better teams, happier teams. So I think that with this next season coming up, you're going to hear a lot more about the topics that we talked about from the previous season, mm-hmm. but they're going to be a little bit more specific, a little bit more personal. And I think it will be really exciting. We're also, you know, trying to keep up with these, if there's going to be something new, who knows? Quiet quitting was one. Yep. Let's see if there's something that pops up. We also want to make sure that we hit on those. So Excellent. 
Plus, um, I mean, as we're going more and more back to live presentations, I'm still out there in the world talking to company contacts throughout the entire country. And as I talk to them, you hear the different companies and the directions that they're taking. Now that, you know, how many companies are demanding that people come back to an office space and stop working from home? And then there are still those really successful companies that are saying, no, uh, for example, I recently did one where they were like, no, we have what's called last Thursday, which is the final Thursday of every month. Everybody has to be back in the office for one day. Beyond that, they're all at home working just on their computers like you and I do. So the world is still changing and we want to help you, our team, get through it and see what the different options are that are out there. Because for many of you, the, especially for, for the younger workers, like my friend Anna here, there are still those mm-hmm. options available. You still have the ability to make choices for yourselves, which is very exciting. It's a very, very exciting time to be you know, working in this, let alone hearing about it and discussing it with the experts. Yeah, I mean... That's, I mean, it's how I've learned too. Like I, you know, some of these problems I didn't even know existed. Mm. I mean, I knew they existed, but I had never, you know, really done a deep dive into them before. Um, And so, you know, I'm learning alongside everybody else. So I think it's good for everybody. All right, Anna, what do you think? Uh, This is going to be a short episode, but are you ready? You know what? I think I am ready. Are you ready, Rich? I'm always, actually, I'm not ready. Hold on. Now, I am always ready, because it's time, Anna Weber, for you to do my speed round. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, Anna knows this, but in case anybody out there might be new or still not know, what this is, I'm going to take 60 seconds. There will be a soundtrack, nice little music playing for 60 seconds that just helped me keep in mind where the time is. During that 60 seconds, I'm going to ask Anna here a series of completely innocuous questions to try to see how many she can answer within that 60-second time. Anna, what's the number we're trying to beat? I think it's 14. Still 14. We have not topped 14 yet. Okay, Anna, so once again, 60 seconds on the clock. 14 is the number Anna's looking to beat. Good luck to you, my friend. All right, here we go. What's your name? Anna. How many pets do you have? Four. What kind are they? Uh, three dogs, one cat. If you could speak with one of your dogs, what would you like to ask them? Why are you so crazy? If you could have one type of food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yeti. What's your favorite childhood memory? Uh, going to Hilton Head with my family. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, which one would you be? Oh, that's a good idea. Um, oh, that's hard. Maybe SpongeBob. Okay. What's your favorite children's book? Um. Oh, what is this book called? Um, a Nazi in the moss-covered rock. Are you a leader or a follower? Well, I'd like to think a leader. Okay. What courageous thing have you done? Um, yeah, I was a lifeguard and saved some lives. Nice! 11, buddy. You got 11. 
I know. That's the trick. The trick is what every time that I ask a question that really makes you think, it just screws up your whole rhythm. Because you yeah, had a, like, you dove in well. But then I you know, had to stop. and the worst part also with the children's book is I'm thinking like I see the cover in my head. <laughs> and I can't think of what it was called. Yep. Gosh, that was difficult. Well, Anna, thank you so much for coming on board and thank you for all that you do. Thank you for everything you've done for me for the podcast and, and I can't wait to do this with you again in season four. I know next season is going to be fun. So everybody make sure stay tuned. And when are we looking to launch season four? I think we're going to throw out a teaser in February and then it should be launching in the beginning of March. So it's actually coming up here soon. The months go a lot quicker than you think. Oh yes. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thank you, Anna. And thank you out there, my team. That's it. We have wrapped up another episode and season of Team Building Saves the World. If you've enjoyed this episode, whether you're new to the podcast or an old fan of the show, please be sure to share it with everyone you know, whether they're your coworker, friend, family, whoever it happens to be. We want them to hear it and learn all this vital information. You can find out all about us, including all past episodes at teambonding.com slash podcast. You can also find us wherever you find your favorite podcast: Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you go to listen, we will be there. And don't forget to look for us on all the social medias at Team Bond Podcast. Leave us a message telling us what you liked about the show, what you liked about the season, what kind of topics do you want to hear from us in the future. It's an invaluable part of how you can be a part of our team. So, my friends, before we wrap up and say our final farewells for this season of Team Building Saves the World, please never forget you are within the sound of my voice. You're on my team now, and I am forever going to be on yours. So long, team, and we'll see you next season. been said that you learn more about a person in an hour of play than in a year of conversation. So why not put your co-workers to play with the help of the team at Team Bonding? Team Bonding was founded over 20 years ago with one simple question. How can employees have a great time while fostering strong, authentic bonds between people who work together? Their catalog of innovative events includes scavenger hunts, Jeopardy, and much more. Each activity, whether live, virtual, or hybrid, maximizes the impact of team building with an accent on fun. Visit teambonding.com to schedule your event now. Team Bonding, when you want seriously fun results.